Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture uh, each pick up one of the Joy-Cons and play a game of Mario Party together, but they all end up mad in the end because the computer cheats at Mario Party every daggum time. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to talk about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself. With me, as always, he is the best at being the worst. It's Steve-O Supremo. What's going on, everybody? Yeah, all the things, man. Uh, hanging what's out going on uh, in the world co- pandemic. What, what's going? Yeah, what? just the end of the world, Stephen. Read a newspaper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, no, I just woke up from a very long nap. What happened? <laughs> yeah, you're engaged. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> hanging out with his mom right now, but there's nothing wrong with that. It's the big man, often imitated, never duplicated. It's the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Hello, hello. Hi, hi. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She is salty, she's sweet, and she's conveniently pocket-sized. It's Jackie freaking Wilson. This is going to be a very interesting episode, isn't it? I feel feel like that's the direction we're headed for sure. Sounds good. (laughs) She is sometimes sassy, always classy from the Island of Enchantment. It is lovely Lady Lismati. Hello, friends. Still successfully social distancing. Very good. All the way over there, we trust that you're okay and that you're comfortable and uh, enjoying yourself. I haven't left uh, my bed since the last time we spoke. Yeah, we hope she gets up to pee. And uh, pushing no buttons tonight, so hopefully making up for it with wit and whimsy. Let's give it up for Nick the Engineer. Hello. Is that that's what the W in Nicholas W. Sadler stands for, right? Wit and whimsy. Wit, yes, yeah, wit. And just yeah, wit, what, no whimsy. Wit, just, just wit, no whimsy. We we have no time for whimsy. Well, if you want whimsy, we would love for you to join the conversation tonight. As we get into this, you can uh, hang out with us across all the social medias. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can check out our blog online at nerdofgodcast.com, or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We would love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you uh, and if you're on the facebook you can stop by our facebook small group that's the nerd of god squad send us a invite request and we will let you in because we're a pretty indiscriminate bunch that's right the nerd of god squad on facebook live your dreams and share some memes hey. share some dream yeah uh so what's going on everybody we have uh we got some craziness going on there Sorry. neff you got your hand up man neff is your hey, hand up? Yo. I, I throw my hands up you know I throw my hands up in the air sometimes. <laughs> uh, Sam Ao, you know, maybe let's go. Okay, so you know the little button that's by your name—that's that means you got your hand up. So that way I know to call on you. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's nifty. What do you think, okay. Emmett? Stop. I think he thought, time to cross the road. He has to use the bathroom. We put that out there so we'll know. Once again, we are we are rem- we are remotely broadcasting tonight. If there is a, a dip in audio quality, we love it. We apologize, but um, but we are not in the studio because of social distancing, our new favorite activity. Uh, so we are recording compliments of our friends at Zencaster. That's Z E N C A S T R. Uh, check out Zencaster for all of your m- across the internet recording podcasting needs. Uh, they have made their uh, pro package available at no cost to help. Stop Woo-hoo. the spread of coronavirus. So thanks, Zencaster. Awesome. And uh, so we're going to get into our, our fun tonight. What's uh, What's been going on with you guys? Anything new? Anything fun? Well, I have been uh, making masks and headbands for our medical people. Aww. Nice. Really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, there's like free out patterns of, and stuff online. Um, I have a ton of scrap fabric. As someone who does a lot of sewing, I don't like to throw things away because I'm very frugal with... My materials. <laughs> I think. Hmm, you cheap, girl. You cheap. I, I I can use this for something. I don't know what, but I'll save but it. Eventually. I have a whole. I have a whole like bin just full of scrap fabric and like fabric that I've bought and then haven't used yet because I haven't found the project that I wanted to use, but I knew I wanted the fabric. 
So I've been... She's, she's making them out of her boyfriend's old t-shirt. So Basically. somewhere there's a medical professional wearing a Go Radio <laughs> protective mask. He would never let me do that. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I've just been kind of going through. Um, there's a lot of people out there who know how to sew who have been doing stuff like that. And I figured I've got a lot of free time and a lot of fabric. So may as well do something good with it, you know? Well, good for you. You know, I knew that skill of yours would come in handy besides fixing my torn pants. Basically, which I need to do that. Yeah, I do. I have, I have their <laughs> pants. They're, they're torn pretty badly. I, I can't wear them, uh, which is okay because I'm not leaving the house. So no no problem there. Torn asunder. Thank, yeah. Thankfully, since we're on all, all on house arrest, Tony hasn't had to wear pants. Yeah, there you I'm go. Not, I'm, I've not worn pants in at least a fortnight. Uh, Lise Mati, what are you, what are you even up to? <laughs> Uh, I've just been working on this whole distance learning thing. Started yeah, yesterday. this is like a, a, new, a new challenge for you. Oh, it's been a joy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's weird. Like, yeah, I, you know, I work with like real young kids, and so they really don't truly understand what at all is going on. They're just like, why are you on my computer screen? This is so cool. (laughs) Miss Liz uh, is on YouTube, you guys. Yeah, like it's like parents are sending me pictures of their kids like watching videos of me and like peeking out and I'm like, am I YouTube famous? Can you please like, share some of those with us? Because I want to see that. Aww, but yeah, yes, it's really cute. It's really sweet. It's just um, I'm have been having some you know technical issues. I think everything is so overloaded because everyone's looking for all these alternate you know media forms to like communicate and connect yeah, oh, with yeah. people. So everything's just kind of bombarded with you know everything. Um, and then, so I've just been having some connection issues, which has been frustrating. But other than that, it's, it's been going all right. I kind of just, you know, I miss the kids. It's weird. You know, I don't think I'll miss them. And then I'm like, man, I, I do kind of miss the boogers. You kind of oh. miss them. <laughs> and you're, and no, no connection issues when you're connecting to their hearts. I will tell you this, though. Kids in that age demographic, you know what they love to watch on the Internet? Kids opening up giant eggs filled with toys. I don't know mm-hmm. what the deal is. But if you do that, you'll be a millionaire. I did a video today, and I did it with a circle time, and I I had like it was like the letter U, so I had an umbrella, and I put it inside a bag so that I could pull it out of the bag and be like, look what's in the bag? It's an umbrella, and I'm like killing the game, somebody, killing the game, killing the game. She's like, it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, all rolled up into one saucy Latin bag. Uh, (laughs) Neff, anything new going on in, in your neck of the woods? Well, um, I just got a hard drive today for my PS4, so woo-woo, I'm pretty pumped about that. So now you can nice. actually play games. Yeah, exactly, instead of just, you know, own them. But uh, <laughs> my mom and I actually have been, because she's a teacher as well, She's uh, we've, been, we've been watching all the Marvel movies in order, which I've never done before. I've never watched them just going, like, all the way through, so... Uh, it was her first time watching all of them. We finished Endgame, uh, I think, either last night or the night before. Uh-huh. Uh, so, it was pretty good. Neff family bonding. I was going to say, did you watch them in chronological order or release date order? Release date okay. order. Yeah, there's that's the right way to do it. It's the way yeah, I like it, to do it. Yeah, for her first time, I figured we'd do it in that order, you know. Although, when Captain Marvel came around, I had to explain a couple things, like, Oh, mom, that's the Cree. Sound familiar from Guardians of the Galaxy? She kind of Neff, the most annoying DVD commentary ever. There's a lot of times when I was like, don't you recognize that person from that thing? Oh <laughs> and then she was like, more or less. So, But she had a good time. She enjoyed Thank it. Thank God she has she you. You should, yeah. bring your, you should bring your mom on the show so she can review it for us. Give her her, her hot take. Hey, oh, she's, he, she's like... She threw if, a fist up in the air. She's like, yes. If he couldn't we'll get do. his microphone working, we almost had his mom on the show. Uh, Steven, <laughs> anything, anything interesting <laughs> happening with you? It has to be more interesting than making videos educational for making uh, masks for medicine or watching the MCU with your mom. So step up your game here, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, Garrett, everyone buckle up your seatbelts. Get ready for the ride of your life. I've been, <laughs> what was that I've been going. Uh, I think... I think that was my new can. I think that was my new 
Brittany just went to go throw away something and my door opened and I think my niece decided to yell. Um, that's what do. Is, wait, wait. So is Brittany sitting right next to you while you're recording this right now? Not right now. She has left the room. Oh my goodness. She, <laughs> she takes like, after the wild toucan. Uh, but she, no, she's she's what? watching Big Brother on her phone while I record this because she loves Big Brother. Oh, nice! I used yeah. to watch that. But uh, no, which was funny. Good. You made you made a joke, Tony, and apparently somebody on the Big Brother made a joke too. Because as soon as you made your joke, she started laughing, but she well, was not laughing at you. And it was like a weird like pseudo moment of like, what just happened? How did you? Yeah. hear? I transcend all media. I am a fourth wall breaker. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, no. so all I've been doing is is working and wedding planning. So nothing too exciting. No. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm delightfully bored at your uh, your introduction. Good job, Nick. Yeah. All good. Yeah, all good. Usual stuff. All right. Work and Minecraft. Minecraft, Minecraft. and work, right? Yeah. Fantastic. Well, uh, tell us what you've been doing uh, out there in Internet land. Let us know what's going on. Again, connect with us on the socials. We want to know what you've been doing to occupy all your time during this craziness. I have been uh, I was talking to my son today, uh, yesterday. A news story popped up, and it caused much rejoicing in our household. It is. Uh, it was a great moment of father-son bonding when I told Christian that Nintendo, to celebrate the thirtieth, uh, the thirty-fifth anniversary of Super Mario Brothers, is coming out with an HD remake of Super Mario sixty-four, Ooh, Mario yeah. Mario Sunshine, <gasps> and Mar and Mario Galaxy. Mario Sunshine. My favorite Mario game. HD remakes for the Nintendo Switch this year. Mario 64, uh, Sunshine, uh, and Galaxy. And I can't get a dang Switch anywhere. I need to. Lee's body is having Switch withdrawals. We have. Uh, you get on Target.com right now. I literally what? have tears in my eyes right now, guys. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yes. I didn't no, know about put, this. Put a pin in your withdrawal. No, Jackie, this is amazing. Like, like Mario Sunshine. That is completely overrated, like underrated. Like it nobody is. has played Mario Sunshine. It's so freaking good, and oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, a whole new, a whole new generation. And it's hard for me to remember. Mario Sunshine came out almost 20 years ago. Like it was 18 it was years so ago that game good. came out. Yeah, good stuff. So wait, is, is Mario Galaxy going to be like motion controls, or is it going to be like handheld, like? On the Switch, because that'd be so cool to play like that. I don't I think, think you. I don't think you had to play motion controls on the uh, when you played it for the. Oh Wii. no, that was for the. Uh, if you wanted to get the little staras, yeah, to, like you, point and at the thing. Yeah, that, that was uh, for player two or whatever. Yeah, no. So we're looking forward to some really good games. They're going to be bringing out. They were talking about bringing it out in a like Mario All Stars collection where they had them all in that, but it's very unlikely that they're going to avoid selling three games when they could yeah, you know, just sell say. one. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I legitimately so. put a switch on my wedding registry, and I now I really hope somebody decides to bless us with that because knowing that that Mario sixty four is going to be on there. Has Steven, that is your game. Show. Like, wow. and it, like you have you have associated yourself in my mind with Mario sixty four. Like that is your favorite game. Like it's probably my favorite Mario game. Uh, definitely my favorite Nintendo game. Although Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario World rather for the Super Nintendo was the first game like I ever beat. Period. So it holds a special place in my heart. Super Mario sixty four. I think until like Skyrim came out was the game that I've logged the most hours into. Yeah, like I. I played that game solid, like at least a little bit every year for like almost 15 years straight. That is wow. dedication. And one day he's going to beat it, you guys. One day he's going <laughs> to take down Bowser. Away. I was one star away, and then my friend borrowed it and never gave it back, and then moved to Virginia. Uh, Dirty dog. Uh, that is not a Dirty friend. Least uh, Monty, tell us, tell us what you, you've been on a, a quest for a switch. So it's okay, Stephen. You mute your Thank microphone you, if you're going to get all sappy on us over there. Least Monty, you've been looking for a switch. What's the deal there? Like, what's your quest? What started? What prompted it? And what is halting it? So I mean, okay, I'm gonna be real. I hate to be like one of these like jumping on what what's the what's that term? The bandwagon. Um, bandwagon. Yeah, I hate to jump on a bandwagon. I really, really do. But literally everyone in the entire world, i.e., you guys and everyone in Puerto Rico, has been talking about Animal Crossing New Animal Horizons. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Come on. And hasn't. And the thing that's interesting about it is like before anybody here, like it all released at the same time, but I feel like I've been like following this release for like months because everybody, I guess in my circle of people that I was close to in Puerto Rico, 
they're like apparently big fans. So they've been talking about this game coming out forever. And I've watched it on yeah. Facebook. I followed it. I, I didn't realize that subliminally I was becoming attached to it in the back <laughs> of my mind and not it's even that Tom knowing Nook it. indoctrination. Yeah. <laughs> exactly and so and then it came out and so everybody here started playing it and then it's just the memes and the pictures and the next thing you know i'm playing pocket camp at one in the morning and i was like <laughs> i think i want to switch so i texted you i think tony i like one in the morning i'm like i need a switch now and no. since then i have been on this journey to find one and there are no switches to be found. A pandemic apparently, has apparently brought out the need for people to have handheld, you know, gaming systems for entertainment. And they've just, much like toilet paper, a rare find. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, the a Switch is a, a rare and precious thing to find right now. And I even helped. I'm like, nah, they can't be that hard to find. We're going to look at all the usual places. We're going to look at Best Buy, Target, GameStop, and, and Amazon, and nothing, nowhere. They're, they're sold out. Now, you can buy one. But you're going to be paying the prices of uh, nobody has one. So how much do you got? And wow, man. that's craziness. So yeah, you can Sweet buy one right mom. now if you want to drop 400, 450 bucks. But <laughs> so which, which, which nah. one are you looking for, least Mari, so the squad can keep their eyes out for you? You're looking. You want the switch or the switch light? Um, I know I've been made very well aware of the you know the 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 pros to getting the regular switch and that would be great but i also like cute things and i really want a coral <laughs> switch you can light. get decals yeah. and stickers oh. yeah or get the, the the animal crossing uh nintendo switch listen if i can but, find that animal crossing nintendo switch i would take that and give you mine i'm serious that one's so <laughs> that one's so nice i'll buy your switch from you you don't have to just give it away <laughs> I also taking the things that I want. Well, we'll see. If, if somebody can find one, please let us know so we can help out Lise Mati and then help out Steven. Steven's gonna, the, the difference between Lise Mati and Steven is Lise Mati doesn't have to ask Steven's fiance permission. So That's true. They, they, there you go. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I said I would buy. I said or I would maybe buy she five. does. <laughs> I don't know. She is a maid uh, of honor. You don't know. That's true. Uh, so, Jackie, Jackie, you don't have an Animal Crossing for your Switch, do you? I do not. Why the crap not? Because I'm being frugal with my money. Okay, well, that's it's smart. Sixty dollars for a game, well, and that I'm not even—I wasn't even sure if I wanted to like play it, like because I, I remember Tori talking about it. I know that Tori loves it. I knew that you really loved it, so. That's why I kind of downloaded Pocket Camp because I'm like, this is a free version that I can kind of test the waters and see if this is something I might be interested in dropping $60 on. Yeah, and you're like at level 44 right now in Pocket Camp. Clearly, yeah. you're into it, right? I mean, at least for the time being, because I'm also keeping in mind that right now, I don't have a job. I'm used to having two oh. jobs. I'm used to being really busy. So, like, this is the most I've played my Switch in a really long time because I've actually had the time to put into the game. The last time I logged oh. this many hours on a Switch was when Breath of the Wild came out. So, and that's, that's obviously fair. the exception that's... to everything because Zelda. Yeah, no, no doubt, without question. Uh, but Animal Crossing is great. It's been one of my favorite games since it first came out. This this one has not failed to uh, to wow me and to captivate me. So I'm, I'm really excited to be playing it. Uh, I've tried to connect with other people from the Nerd of God squad and visit islands, have people come visit me. Um, I did get to hang out with Tori and her husband, Ben, the Aww. lovely Tori line. Uh, and uh, she, she has a sweet, I mean, she's masterful at Animal Crossing. Like, she's really good at it. Uh, her island just looks amazing. And I know she couldn't have gotten the game any earlier than I did, uh, but when I stepped onto her island, it was like stepping from some redneck hick backwood Oklahoma, you know, trash <laughs> island. And stepping into hers was just like, <gasps> it's paradise. So It's Tampa, Florida. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just like lovely Tampa, Florida. It's like, welcome to Easy Street. My coworker, uh, so. my coworker told me today he looked at his Switch this morning, and he has logged in 80-plus hours into Animal Crossing wow. New Horizon. Yeah, wow. that's, that's madness, but you know what? I, I, I see how it can be done. It is just a captivating game. But uh, there, is a, there is a lot going on right now. Hey, do you guys know what's happening tomorrow? It's what? It's a... So, it's, so, Suspending disbelief, we are we, we we record on Tuesdays, so by the time you ha you hear this, this episode will be a week old. But tomorrow is what? What is tomorrow's date? 
It is Fred and George Weasley's birthday. Well, one of them's April birthday. 1st. It's April 1st. It's the 1st of April. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Neff. Shut up, Steven. Uh, yeah, it is April 1st. Do you guys like it? How do you feel about April Fool's Day? I don't like it. Nah. I'm playing games on April Fool's Day this year. It wasn't a problem until all like the brands and stuff started putting fake ads and like fake announcements and stuff on there. Yeah, like Instagrams and stuff like that. Can you can you name any in particular, Neff, that you can recall? Uh, well, I've seen a couple car brands put out like crazy different like cars, uh, and there and people are like, whoa. And then, uh, oh, wasn't the was the hoverboard one of them? Yeah. Oh, that, I think so. Yeah. So I mean, stuff like that where everybody gets super excited because they're like, oh, we're finally getting this. And it's like, oh no, sorry, it's just a prank, just a prank, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't believe well, anything that's announced on April first. That's why I'm making this announcement a day earlier because if it comes out on April first, I don't want anybody to be thinking, ah, this is some kind of a scam. I'm not going to be tricked into this. But tomorrow, April first, on a day that is a day made for joy and tomfoolery, uh, we are relaunching the Nerd of Godcast Daily Devo on all podcast Woo-hoo! formats. I know. I'm excited about it too, you guys. I'm, I really am, and, it's, and uh, this is not a joke. We haven't recorded uh, a new daily Devo, I think, since roughly around Thanksgiving of last year. Uh, we went on a long-term hiatus, and now we are back. And it is going to be helmed by our friend from the Holy City, Cleveland, uh, Ryan Felton from City on a Hill Gaming. He's going to be teaming up with us. So yeah, snaps for Ryan, and uh, he's going to be coordinating and putting together all of the team. Uh, so far, we've got commitments. I don't want to spoil anything, but we've got commitments from some really amazing and talented people from all across the geeky, nerdy podcast world. So uh, we're really excited. Some of the things you're going to hear over the next few weeks, some of uh, our, even our own Nerdy Godcast crew is going to be involved in this, but uh, but this launches April 1st. By now, we're, we're, we got a week's backlog in this. So go to Apple Podcasts or go to Spotify, or you can even add it to your flash briefing if you have an Amazon Echo, and uh, throw in the Nerd of God Daily Devo, and we hope that you guys enjoy it every day. It's like three or four minutes of uh, quick scriptural and nerdy encouragement, so we hope you guys will download and enjoy. You guys excited about that? Yeah. 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 So does anybody have any good news before we uh, go on with the show? Because I have a little bit of bad news for you. Anybody have, else have anything oh. happy to share? Um... I'm alive. You're alive. I'm your, alive. Yes. Your theme, right. your theme park is not. I, I just saw that they're um, oh, no. closed indefinitely. Closed indefinitely. They, closed so they originally closed. It definitely could be end of April. Could be beginning of May. Could be never. Like there's lots of different. But all I know is I'm yeah. only getting paid till the 18th. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you know it's 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 a tough time, but you know it's a smart thing to do. The last thing you want to do is join with a hundred thousand of your closest coronavirus infected yeah. friends from around the world yeah but the really cool thing is that um our execs including bob Iger and bob chapek are either giving up their salary or a vast majority of their salary to help everyone else out so i think that that's yeah, a that's that. a a plus move right there so yeah respect yeah that's oh, cool that's one of those deals where like you kind of have to do it because if you don't it, you just look like a real tool but it's still it doesn't t- doesn't take anything away from the fact that uh that's classy and and yeah. they're, they're trying to do right by their cast members and their mm-hmm. employees across the company is pretty solid so disney's done a good job i think a lot a lot of companies have done a good job in the middle of all this Mm -hmm. Uh, but sometimes that stuff trickles down to the consumer have you guys been i'm going to use the word inconvenienced and i know that's maybe the wrong word to use but has all of this sort of uh corona fallout inconvenienced your your flight patterns your life in any way Uh, besides the fact that you once had two jobs and now you have no jobs i commute less (laughs) yeah (laughs) nick is saving all kinds of money I just want to, I just want to go places. That's it. Yeah, same. What do you mean go I places? Don't. Steven, you're supposed to be getting on a cruise any day now. That's not happening now. No, well, we're supposed to go on a cruise in, in May. And then uh, Brittany, who is going on the cruise, her job told her you can't leave the country for three months. So she had to cancel. And then like right after that, the cruise line actually messaged all of us like, oh, by the way, we're canceling your cruise. So we got a, cru- we got a cruise credit. Which is so- nice. Which is good for, for at least for Brittany and I, because we can put that towards our honeymoon, hopefully. Um, so hopefully, we have like, hope, hopefully you're going to have a honeymoon, or hopefully you can put it towards, like... Hopefully... Is this, whole, ho- is this whole wedding thing still in the air? Like, I thought it was kind of no, a no, good no. deal. 
No, regardless of whatever happens with coronavirus, I will be marrying Brittany on the day that we had planned. Even if it's just like I'm going to get a courthouse wedding, I'm going to marry her. I, but, okay, well, I, I just I wasn't assuming that it had anything to do with coronavirus, more your personality. No, it was it all has to do oh wow, thank you so much. Um she can't hear anything. She's looking at me weird now. <laughs> she'll hear it eventually. Eventually. She'll, dis- she'll discover it eventually. Well discover what? Your personality. Oh she hasn't yet, yeah. then <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Once she gets past your boyish good looks, you know, then she'll she'll realize First you crack the shell, then you crack the nut inside. Uh, so, wow. so, speaking, so speaking of more bad news, uh, I saw this. Neff, uh, man, my heart breaks yeah. for you, dude. Wonder Woman 84 has been, has been delayed. Did you see this? Okay, but one – yes, but but now it comes out on my birthday. August 14th. That's right. So, so. you know, I'm not, a, I'm not too, yeah. too bummed. I am bummed. The worst one I saw this one today, what is and that, it made man? me really bummed. Yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, this one's a mess, man. Uh, so it was supposed to come um, out on, on in March, right? And now it's pushed all the way. It was supposed to come out in July, and now or when is it? June, July? Uh, I think it was June or July. I mean, it was supposed to come out sometime within the next five months. It was supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out this summer. It was supposed to come out in July, and now it's pushed all the way back to next year in March. So it's oh, like wow. a, a huge delay. But they obviously they can't put people out in the theaters. Yeah, uh, you know, because you'll die. But the uh, but it, oh it is God. disappointing when you're looking forward to something like that. Like a lot of movies are getting pushed back or canceled. Like I, I saw that Sony is doing the the Morbius movie. I didn't really care much about that. But all these movies are getting pushed back to next year. And yeah. um, yeah, Disney That's had tough, to push man. back New Mutants again, so. <laughs> oh, New Mutants, which is supposed to come out like in 2017, right? Uh, yeah, it's like three years delayed, and Disney is finally accused of this as an excuse. That's so funny. So just put it on Disney Plus and forget about it. <laughs> That's what yeah, Disney's so, trying to do. But that was the one. Yeah, Wonder Woman wasn't that bad, but Neff, I knew you were going to be disappointed. That Ghostbusters Afterlife is a huge disappointment because I was really, uh, really excited about that movie. And I know, and, I know that this means that like Bill and Ted Three. Oh no! Another time. It's only yeah. better time. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard, man. It's it's hard when you're looking forward to something and all of a sudden like delay. There's a lot of video games that were supposed to be coming out. There was, uh, and it's like no delay, delay, delay. Well, finally, we're on the cusp of Final Fantasy VII coming. Yeah. Yep. After that has been pushed back, delayed, delayed, delayed so many times. I guess that's sort of the, the 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 plus side is that sometimes when you're expecting something. And when did we when did we first hear about this Final Fantasy remake? Was it like five years ago? It was. A, yeah, was I, rem- it I remember. <laughs> we found out in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Um, so it had to have been at least like four or five years ago when they first announced it. Yeah, I think I think yeah, it was about and- that long ago. Yeah, and it was so that wasn't when they first announced it. That was when they released like the first little preview preview trailer, right? That was like yeah. a teaser. Yeah, it yeah. was a teaser, but it's like so we have waited and waited and waited, and and, and now finally we're getting to see the fruit of that waiting. Um, it's frustrating when you're in that moment. If I can shift gears here a little bit, when you kind of have this hope and this expectation and this promise, and you're saying, "Hey, this is coming. I'm excited for this," and then it's like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to wait." Mm-hmm. Um, when I was, that's a, that's a difficult time. How how are you guys with being told you have to wait for something? It depends on what it is, but most of the time I don't like waiting. Well, let's just assume it's something yeah. that you anticipate. Like if you get, ju- dude, I got jury duty. Oh, that sucks. Well, uh, at least like you probably recently? don't have to serve. I got jury duty last week, and they said that the the date that my jury duty is on, they are suspending all jury trials through the Friday before. My jury duty is on the Monday after. If you wanted to delay my jury duty, yeah, I know. I wouldn't be mad at that. Least Mati doesn't understand this. Least Mati desperately wants jury duty. I so badly want to experience jury duty. Yeah. (laughs) She gets to go downtown in air conditioning room to judge people while her lunch is paid for. (laughs) If you don't get paid, there for like half an hour to five hours, depending on how quickly they pick you to go get, you know, taken out of a lineup both times i got called for jury duty i sat in a room for three hours did nothing was never called was home by lunchtime it was an incredible waste of time you could went twice i've gotten called twice and both times how have you gotten called twice i don't know i'm unlucky 
are you registered? <laughs> but either either way, it doesn't happen. I never even got called into a room to be select, like to be like, like filtered through. I just sat wow. in a room in the same uncomfortable chair for three hours, and then they're finally like, "Hey, everyone, y'all can go home. Come get your check." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. Here's fifteen dollars that I, I I did nothing for today." Lisa, buddy, I will take this. They have uh, right around, uh, you go on the downstairs floor of the courthouse, right across the street and on the left, there is a uh, Tacos El Rancho. And Ooh, last yeah. time oh, I did yeah. jury duty, I went across and I got myself my very famous golden chimichanga, my favorite mm. from Tacos El Rancho. Oh, I know. Let me tell you what is a big mistake to eat before you go sit in an uncomfortable room <laughs> for an indefinite amount of time. A giant golden <laughs> chimichanga from Tacos El Rancho. Huge mistake. But uh, but yeah, I get frustrated. Uh, jury duty aside, when there's something I'm really looking forward to, I don't like to wait. I don't like being told pause wait yeah uh, i'll get back to you like it, that's frustrating to me what do you wh- what about you for like it, it depends because if it's like okay if something that i'm like waiting for and like it's coming out like next day and then all of a sudden they're like oh by the way we're gonna have to push this back like five months i'm gonna be like whoa no don't do that but then like if it's did you, did you just go a little like, christopher walk in there like no whoa don't no, do that stop the Gibeon now, thank you. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but like, if it's like something that, like, like Wonder Woman or Ghostbusters, these movies that I'm like, you know, I'm, uh, you know, unless I'm like on the cusp of death, like, and I, I, I had no time, like, you know, it's one of those things where um, I can wait because I know eventually it will happen. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, if, if it, you know, I have that kind of patience where I can wait for Wonder Woman. I could wait for James Bond. I could wait for Ghostbusters because I know eventually they'll come out and I'll be excited when they do. And I'll get to see them. But it sucks that they're not now, but I can wait. Yeah, Jackie, what Knowing do you think? Knowing that they will eventually be there. Well, I mean, I also think of it as, um, like, if it's not in the forefront of my mind, it doesn't usually bother me too much because then, like, I don't have to think about it. But then I think of things like, as a musician, when you're doing an audition, um, when you're doing anything, like, with that or if someone says hey i need to talk to you later and you immediately get that like okay what did i do wrong like what's going on like i don't i don't like that (laughs) so i I think there's just there's different kinds of waiting and anticipation to where it could be for something that you want and maybe something that you don't want um i just think of the anxiety that kind of comes with that because i've had many auditions and many times that people like waiting for interviews and finding out uh, positions and things like that so there's that weight that like I I recently dealt with this when we first announced that Disney was closing is we were waiting to find out what was going to happen as cast members so I kept checking my hub which is our little portal for Disney uh, cast members and I just kept refreshing like every couple minutes which is exactly what I did in high school when I was waiting for a chair placement and it just just funny to me that I'm like yep I just keep refreshing because I don't I'm waiting to find out the answer and I just don't like waiting I want to know what's going on I, I want to know. know right now <laughs> like, yeah. give it to me yeah, now waiting, waiting and give it to me now <laughs> Whatever you say, Farouk, how much for a golden goose, Wonga? Uh, yeah, that's it. Waiting it can be really, like, nail-biting tough. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, you guys, I have a friend out in California. His name is Scott. Uh, he hosts a little podcast, too. And uh, Scott uh, ordered a an action figure uh, because he's a real big fan, fan of Captain Marvel. You guys know the, the Marvel yeah. character. Uh, Carol Danvers. And um, he he ordered this hot toy uh it was really funny all these people from the listening audience of the christian nerd of god pitched in and sent him money like it was like this kickstarter to buy scott a hot toy and it was really sweet (laughs) and like it came through it was just in a couple days like all these people were like here's ten dollars here's twenty dollars and and came together and bought him a hot toy i think he felt like super awkward about that but i didn't feel awkward i wanted a good thing to happen to him so he ordered that hot toy and he keeps sending me like every couple weeks he'll send me a screenshot of an email that's like Hot toy is delayed. Now it's coming out next month. Hot toy is delayed. Now it's coming out next month. I mean, th- that thing, I think it, we, he, we pre-ordered that thing in February of 2019, and he's still yeah. waiting for it. It's still not here. Oh, my God. It's wow. still not yeah. here. <laughs> but he's trying to be patient, but it's the Captain Marvel one? Yeah, the Captain Marvel. 
I wonder why it's getting delayed wow. for that long. Like, obviously, recent yeah. issues aside, but like, if it was ordered back in February of 19. Well, s- sometimes that's what happens. I mean, they get they get delayed from you know again and again and again. That's that's kind of typical with those things. Either they're waiting for pre-orders to catch up to the supply, or they need likeness approval from the actor or gotcha. actress. So there's there's all manner of reasons. Plus, they got to come all the way from Asia. So, uh, but but he he he's, he sending me this thing going. When is this going to come? I'm so frustrated. Does it always take this long? Because he's not ordered hot toys. For me, I've ordered hot toys. I have a lot of hot toys. And I know that delay happens. Like, I got my uh, my Batman, my Ben Affleck Batman from Justice League. And that was delayed again and again and again and again. And finally, it came. And I wasn't panicked about it because I know that hot toys come eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't know. So he's waiting. It reminds me when I was uh, in eighth grade, we, we moved to South Carolina and I had to walk out to my bus stop before school. And I didn't know where I was supposed to be. I didn't. There was no clearly defined bus stop. Oh, there was no other kids at that bus stop. I wasn't 100 percent sure what time the bus was going to come. I just had like a vague window of time. Uh-uh. I can feel the anxiety right now rising in my throat. Like, right. <laughs> taking it's, me it's back. dark because it's. Exactly. So it's early. I'm standing out there with all my stuff. I'm, I'm new. I don't know anybody. And I'm waiting for a bus and the bus is not showing up. And I'm like, how, like, what's my move here? Like, how long do I wait for this bus before I just walk back home and say the bus isn't coming? Like, I, I didn't know. Is it running late? Is it not coming at all? Like, it was a, a stressful moment for me. And, um, I know it was so it was cold and I was uh, alone and it was dark and it was kind of scary and I'm just like I don't know what to do so I'm I'm looking kind of down the road every time you kind of hear that you know like that bus sound that I'm looking up going oh it's a garbage truck you know uh, or you know I don't know Uh what it's gonna be so I'm nervous I'm scared (laughs) eventually kind of like right when I was getting ready to leave like I was at the point of giving up hope I went to walk away and I saw the bus coming and I got on the bus and I sat right behind the bus driver and he was super nice. His name was Charles and he was great. And I was his last pickup in the morning and his last drop off in the afternoon. So uh, so when I got on the bus, we were, we were good and full. And uh, anyway, so we, I finally figured out it was my bus and I knew my bus driver. And at that point, I didn't have to worry about it anymore because it wasn't just like this vague abstract promise of maybe it will, maybe it won't. Mm-hmm. It was an assurance of, okay, I know, I've seen it, I believe it, I know the person driving it, and now it's coming. And even if it's late, I know he's on his way, because I know Charles, and Charles is a good bus driver. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take a, a, a double leap to get into the spiritual idea of that. When we're talking about the Lord, there's times when we ask God things, and he says, wait. You know, have you guys experienced this when you're praying and you're going, hey, Lord, do this, do this, do this. I need this. And God's like, hold up. Wait a minute. You know? Yeah. What, okay. So um, a couple months ago, Stephen and I both got our uh, pastoral licenses. And I, you know, my whole thing was like, okay, I'm going to get my license. I'm going to go straight full time into ministry. Let's let's jump in. Let's do this. And but then like God was like, well, hold on. Let's, <laughs> let's pump the brakes there, Quentin. Chill out, chill out, chill out. So um, now, uh, in hindsight, you know, it was the exact right thing to do was to slow down and wait for that time to, you know, be moved up. And, you know, whenever, you know, it's, it's my time, you know, I'm ready for that to happen. You know, now God's given me more time to work on myself and get myself prepared. Um, and I feel like maybe a lot, a lot of times, you know, when he does give you extra waiting like an extra waiting period from when you thought to when you actually do i feel like that's a good time to to grow and oh, yeah. be more prepared for that. i agree steven what do you think man yeah i mean i definitely think especially if it's something that's on your heart uh for example for uh, most of my adult life you know i've obviously been looking uh for, for my wife that's something that i've always been on my heart and i would pray about it and I would date this girl and we'd break up. And okay, it's not her. Date this girl, break up, it's not her. And eventually I just came to the point like, you know what? I'm just going to I'm just going to wait. I'm gonna be patient. I'm not gonna pursue anything. And I'm just going to trust God that He will provide. And years passed. And like people were like people would tell me, like, why don't you just go out and just start dating people? Like to see what's I was like, you know what? God, I'm not gonna do that because I was told to wait. And God said to wait and to be patient. And then 
this girl just started coming to my church and we started talking and hanging out and then even then I but I decided to wait like don't just rush into this wait and and go not go slow but like but build something first and I was patient through that and pretty pretty soon after we got together I knew that this was who God has has ordained his destined for me and now now we're gonna get married and it was because I waited it was because I was told to just be patient and to just wait and I'm not very really a patient person so doing that required a lot of trust and oh. I knew God had promised me okay yeah the the, the Bible tells us that uh the Lord doesn't delay in his promise. You know, it's like we have all these things. We know what God's will is for us. We kind of know that that he's going to give us good things. He's got this wonderful destiny for us. He's He's got all these promises for us. Sometimes we don't see him, though. And it, it's like Amazon right now, you know? Remember, remember Prime? Remember when Amazon would deliver anything that you wanted to the next day? Yeah. And now Amazon's like, hold up. Will you get a, we'll, we'll see you next week. That you're not, you're, you, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're can koozie is not the most important thing we're delivering right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, but, but, but there's still a promise that even if we don't see it right away, it is coming. We have a confirmation number. Second uh, Peter 3, 9 says, the Lord doesn't delay in his promise as some understand delay, but he's patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but, but all to come to repentance. And although this is contextually referring to his return, I mean, it's, it's applicational to all God's promises. Uh, there's moments when we have to call on, on Jesus. You know, I think about it in the, in the Bible, Joseph, he had a dream that God gave him, but it took years for that dream to pay off. So Moses was 80 years old before his, the good part of his story actually began. And uh, Paul, Paul tells a story about having this thorn in the flesh. He's like, look, I prayed, man. I prayed, and then I prayed again, and then I prayed again. God, take this away from me. And and he had no affirmation or confirmation that God was going to even come through for him on that. It's like God, God revealed to him, instead of saying, okay, I'll do this now because you asked, God used that, de- that, that delay to communicate to Paul that his grace is sufficient. So I think in these moments when God isn't like quickly coming through, mm-hmm. there's probably something else that we can learn in that situation. Would you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Sometimes yeah. when God has us wait, it's also for moments of growth because even though it's something that you want and it's something that God wants for you, you have to go through that growth. A very easy one um, that's already been kind of touched on is like with the person who you're going to end up marrying. Like, I would like to believe that everyone is not the same person that they were a few years ago or even a year ago, that there's constant growth and change uh, happening in our lives to kind of help prepare us for like who God wants us to be. And as we continue to grow into that person, God wants us to be. So there's a constant weight, but it's like a good weight. Yeah, absolutely. If if that makes any sense. No, it makes, it makes perfect sense. Look at a, a, I think I, if I remember correctly, it was Jacob who waited, you know, for seven years to get with the girl he wanted. Was that, was that Jacob, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he like, and then he waited the seven years. I was like, all right, here we go. And it's like, psych. Yeah, seven, seven more guy. years. <laughs> the ugly one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that, that seems like a delay. Yeah, definitely. That'd be like, oh, I waited seven years for this. Now I gotta wait seven more years. And, but you know what? It, it's funny because I mentioned Joseph just a while ago. The, the, the product of that marriage, he, not only did he marry her, but he didn't give, God did not give Jacob any children with her for years and years and years beyond that. He was having kids with uh, with uh, with the older sister, with uh, Leah, Leah, and he, he was having kids with the handmaids all day long. But he he didn't have any kids with uh, with Rachel for years beyond that. It was he only and he only ended up having two. And um, it's just it, it's interesting how not only did that delay turn into more delay, but Jacob, the the child that he had with Rachel ended up being the very one that saved all of their family during the time of the famine. Mm-hmm. So that de- yeah. that delay worked out perfectly that not only did it ultimately come to pass, but it came out to be a better blessing in the, in the long run in a situation that they could have never known. Only God could have known. Yeah. So uh, I do think that's comforting. Good good point, Neff. Good, good point. Uh, you guys remember the, the marshmallow test? This is kind of a famous yeah. thing. You've seen the video uh, yeah. before. Uh, Lise Mata, you're, you're, you're in the mind of a child all day, every day. You've seen this marshmallow test, right? No. 
Wait. This is perfect. So they take a kid and they put a kid in a room. They're being observed. The kid's being videotaped. They don't know that they're being videotaped, oh. you know? And they put a marshmallow on a plate in front of the child. And they say, you can eat it if you want to, but if you wait until I come back, I'll give you a second marshmallow if you don't eat it. So they leave and, they, uh. and they're basically videotaping, watching the kids, like watching this marshmallow. <laughs> like they're looking at it super intently. And like, you can see some of them will like touch it. Some of them like kind of like look at it, like trying They'll to tear a little up. piece off of it. They'll smell it, you know, like they're, they can't, they can't not think about this marshmallow because it's, you know, and, and some of them just can't handle it. And they just like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. You know, I'd rather have a marshmallow now than maybe a, another marshmallow later on. But then the ones that don't eat it, when the person comes back in, and it's I'm sure it seems like an eternity for these children, they actually do get the second marshmallow and the kids go, oh, okay, cool. Uh, most kids can't wait, though. Like, it's a really difficult thing for a little kid to wait. Would, would you imagine? Oh, yeah. I remember it being like the second week of January when I was a kid. And I'm like, why won't Christmas get here faster? Yeah. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> So there was, uh, I read this article uh, that these researchers from the University of Rochester, they did the marshmallow experiment. They, they decided to replicate this marshmallow experiment, but, but they did it with a twist. So before they did the marshmallow test, the researchers split these kids up into two different groups. And the first group was exposed to uh, a series of uh, unreliable experiences. So like, for instance, uh, they, they gave a kid like a, a tiny little box of, of jacked up crayons and they said, oh, well, we'll bring you a big one later we're going to bring you a, another one that has more crayons in it but then they never did uh and, and or or like the, oh. the researcher would give them like a, a a small little crappy sticker and then say oh i'm going to bring you a, a bigger better selection of stickers but then they never did hmm. meanwhile the, <laughs> the second group had these reliable experiences they were promised better crayons and then they got them and they were told about the better stickers and they they got them uh, and so when they finally got to the marshmallow test, how do you think that that played out between those two different groups when it was, if you don't eat this, you'll get another marshmallow? Which which group do you think chose to wait? The reliable experience. The one without the reliable one. Yeah. yeah. Because every time that the, the researcher made a promise and then delivered on that promise, that child registered that and it's it, it's like when you're playing a telltale game it's like the child will remember that you know they 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 know it and it, it affects their choices from there and it, it communicated to them that a waiting for gratification is worth it and b i have the capacity to wait mm-hmm. and and as a result with the second group waited i think it was like four or five times longer than the first group which is which is really awesome wow. so to me when you're faced with delay we, we talk about, God, give me the faith to be patient. God, give me the faith to wait on you. I think that we're, we're looking at that backwards. I think that we need, to get, we need to start with thankfulness. We need to say, has God been faithful up until now? Has God been reliable up until now? Has God kept his word? Has he been consistent in his promises? Because if we can remember, yes, Lord, I felt this fear before and you've always been faithful. Yes, Lord, I've felt this uncertainty before, and you've always been faithful. Yes, Lord, I've had questions about whether you're going to come through before, and you always have been faithful. So now in this moment, I'm going to trust you because you are trustworthy. It's like Charles the bus driver. Once I knew who he was, I knew he was coming. Even if he was late, I knew he was coming because that's Charles. And he's my bus driver. The same way, you know, God, are you ever going to? Of course you are. You're God. You, you want better things for me than I want for myself. So, so I just want to encourage you guys today, you know, before we get too too far into all the, the, the goofiness of the show and everything like that, to trust in the Lord, to wait on the Lord. We might be in this season right now where you've got a lot of uncertainty in your life out there in the Nerd of God squad. You might not know your job. You might not know your health. You might not know your, you got family members and, and loved ones. Man, I'm going through a time right now. I don't really want to share it on the air right now, but I have family members that like there's a lot of anxiety that we're dealing with like mm-hmm. as far as are you going to be able to come through this and we can't come to you and it's it's just a stressful time yeah. but but right. but God has always come through in my life there there's no moment where Jesus has ever failed me so amen why should i why should i believe that he's going to do it now right exactly cool well uh that is that really kind of brings us to the end of our, our talk today. That kind of brings us to the end of our, our conversation and, and, and our chat. If you guys have been you know with us this long, we, we are so grateful that you've listened. Um, 
we want you to, wherever you're listening to, leave us a review. Uh, we really appreciate that. It helps a long way. We love stars, especially when they come in fives. Uh, write a little something and, and share us with a friend. Uh, we believe that the Nerd of God cast is a great place for people to be encouraged in their faith and to uh, not only uh, to to realize that, that their relationship with God can really seamlessly uh, weave into their fandom, but also we want people that don't really know Jesus, that don't really have a, a relationship with God or identify as a Christian to see that you know, people who believe the Bible, people that have a relationship with Jesus, we're not like mean, angry, judgmental, awful people. You know, we we love the same things you guys love, and we are captivated by the stories that you're captivated by. But for us, it's because we see ourselves in them, and we see the story that God's telling in our lives. So, uh, if you're listening right now, if you've made it to this point of the show, we just want to say thank you so much for uh, for being a part of the episode. Like and share and subscribe and all those different things. And uh, and we hope to see you back here next week. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nerd of God Daily Devo also. Uh, that, that's going to be something really great. You're going to love it and uh, tell a friend. So uh, that brings us to the end for the Nerd of God cast. Steve-O Supremo. Goodbye, everybody. Quentin Gregory Neff. Good night. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. Lovely Lady Lee Smotty. Make a choice, Nick, the engineer. Goodbye. And I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't gotta go home, but but we can stay here. Why was that so I don't know. It was really uncomfortable. I was trying to go normally normal speed, and then everyone else was slow, and I'm like, I can't see their faces. I don't know how fast they go. I know everybody else. Okay, have you guys ever had a Klondike bar? Yes. 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 Uh, no, but I'll tell you what I would do I for one, Stephen. <laughs> would you sh- would you shut up and die? Nothing. Shut up and die for a Klondike bar, Stephen. Wow, no, it's not that's not worth it. <laughs> no. Yes, did you have a Klondike bar, Lisa? Mati? I've never eaten a Klondike bar because in my brain, I just I don't know why I always thought Klondike bars were like mint flavored. Like it was like mint. Ice they have cream. mint flavored Klondike bars, but it's basically just like chocolate with a vanilla ice cream in the middle. Yeah. This is what this is what a Klondike bar is. A Klondike bar is something that seems like a good idea until you're eating one, and then the first bite and that entire chocolatey shell around the thing comes apart, and you've got a handful of ice cream. It's yep. like someone scooping ice cream into the palm of your hand and saying, "Here, eat it." That's a Klondike bar. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel so, with the uh, the Mickey bars. Yeah, exactly. Not, not so when fan. they say well, at not least the fan. Mickey bar has the 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 reinforcement of a stick in this the middle of it, a Klondike bar is just in your hand. What would you do for a Klondike bar? I don't know. Uh, bring along some napkins. That that's what I would do. <laughs> they were due for one, so I got them. <laughs> they're two for one because they're a mess, but they are they are delicious. What flavors did you get? They had well, so again, I always thought that they were just mint, which disgusting right so no yes but no i went nick you're wrong i went to public <laughs> and they had two for one and they had like all these different flavors so i got crunch like which is like the crunch bar shell with vanilla yes, ice that's cream the good one. and then uh-huh. i wanted to get the Reese's cup ones but nobody else wanted that so we got the oreo ones which is cookies and cream inside so i do like cookies and cream ice cream Cookies and cream is the yeah. bomb. Anyways, I haven't had one yet, but the popular opinion is that they are delicious. Indeed. Well, you should have one on the show so we can get your real life reaction. I yeah, was... let's not.